0: metu netter volume three the key to miracles chapter 26 working the miracle miracles are governed by divine law walk into a room and tell your friends that you are a miracle worker and i guarantee you that a lot of eyebrows will be raised and that is a great shame for a simple reason that living by miracles is a central theme of all religions and spiritual systems this is not known for various reasons. We can start with the fact that many religions distorted the message in order to make their members dependent on them. For their dependent on them for their success in life. There are several keys to success in the Hebrew Bible. One of them is the observance of the 10 commandments and the 10 names of God in the Kabbalah see volume one of this series. A little note aspect of Old Testament pertains to the practice of calling on the names of God. Most occurrences of the names of God in the Old Testament, Elohim, Jehovah, Shalom, Jehovah Jireh, El Shaddai, Jehovah Nohi, Jehovah Elohei, and so on, present them as the means through which a biblical personage achieved a miraculous success in the new testament each of these names of the god of god the miracle working agents of judaism were assimilated into the persona of jesus the essential difference between orthodox and esoteric judaism is that in the latter the names of god different differently conceived are the means through which man can achieve miracles. Nine of these names in the Kemetic and Kabbalistic tradition are the controlling principles, laws that govern the activities of the archangelic faculties in man. They each control eight angelic intelligences that are the sources of man's genius and miraculous achievements. Could these 72 angels, divine faculties, of man be the 70 mystery mysterious elders of moses don't worry i can count the other contributors to the misunderstanding of miracles were the scientists of the western world following their confinement of the real and natural to the limits of external perception and measure anything else that fell outside of their ability to perceive was declared to be either unreal or supernatural reality defined by the limits of the ability to perceive and to measure question when you are thinking when you are thinking are you not manipulating some modality of energy to form the images and sounds that you see and hear in your mind is not thinking the act of putting into words and uniform known if you stop the word formation process before a sentence is completed in your mind wouldn't you know what you are going to think? This is given verbal form to what is already known. And why do we need to think that is? To give verbal form to what we already know, isn't it? What we already know, isn't it because the known already exists without form, but must be given form to be perceived? We know but are not informed. This formless knower that initiates the formation of thoughts in the mind is the self. What answers to the pronoun I? It is formless because it is devoid of energy slash matter. It is important then to push back the limits that we have been set on the realm of the natural and the real, The false theory so-called scientific of reality states that effects in the world have their causes and events that occur within the confines of what Western scientists have thus far learned to perceive. Anything else is unreal, superstitious, supernatural, or unadulterated foolishness. The law that governs reality is as follows. One, the immaterial self, that which answers for I in your being has complete command over the mind, the vehicle of thoughts. Two, the mind has complete command over the life force. Three, the life force has complete command over the events taking place in your body and your life through its cyclical functions of the life force is responsible for putting you in touch with the earthly resources that are needed for your success and to keep at bay obstructions you have been knowingly using this law of your life it is the source of all good and bad things that has happened and will happen in your life what accounts for the mixed events success and failure according to the above law of manifestation the critical element is law The self is devoid of energy and matter and is therefore incapable of storing information in itself. There are therefore no laws in the self to govern what man wills. Two, the laws are stored in the divine spirit. These laws reside in the faculties that are known as Neturu or archangels. For them to provide the needed guidance to the will, they must be awakened and developed. This is the essence of spiritual training. Once awakened, they will guide the thinking of the individual to success. The mind of man comes into the world without laws or information stored in it. It is the tabula rasa, a blank state. If what has been willed has not been qualified by divine law, then the will takes on the form of whatever ideas the person has cultivated in life. If the content of the mind is beliefs, opinions, and so on, then the result in life will be mixed. If you have been keeping score, the world has, been, has seen more failures than successes. If on the other hand, the will has been qualified by divine law, the word of God, it is this that will serve as the guiding agent of the life force. Everything that happens in the world needs energy to power it. Thinking, emotions, psychological activities, physical actions, and cyclical events. A. A law that you will verify by following the teachings in this book. If you have not yet verified, it is that the energy of your life force is commanded by your thoughts. The ability of your thoughts to guide the life force to the intended goal is dependent on the consistency of your thinking about yourself, your relation with God and the in nat- the nature of the world. B, your life force is also governed by laws, but unlike the divine spirit, it is subject to corruption. These are caused by unlawful ideas. It is in this condition that most people find their life force at the initiation of their, request, of their quest for spirituality or success. The goal of the work is to restore the life force to its lawful state, which is the reflection of the laws of God. Success will be yours when you will according to the divine law and when you make sure that your thinking about yourself is based on divine laws. Nothing is supernatural or above the law living by the law. The prevailing definitions of law will prevent you from understanding what is meant by divine law or living by law. To most people, law represents the customs or rules that govern their conduct and interactions. These rules have been prescribed by an authority, the government, or by God. To understand what is meant by living the divine law, you must completely separate this definition from your mind. Divine laws are not rules nor commandments, have not been prescribed, and do not rest on the authority. We can approximate their understanding through our comprehension of the laws of nature. If you stepped off the 85th story of a building, you will certainly fall to your death when you hit the pavement. Two laws are at work here, the law of gravity and the law that states that two bodies cannot occupy the same space at the same time once set in motion no amount of faith or prayer will reverse their operation within certain conditions which are a part of the statement of each law the relationship between the shaping factors of physical events are invariable and verifiable prayer faith wishing and hoping will not allow you to fly you must construct a machine that takes advantage of the laws of aerodynamics if you got into an airplane and the cabin announced that it was a brand new model that had been built on an untested new idea that was not based on the laws of aerodynamics but on the beliefs of the inventors and let us hope that we will have a good flight and let us pray that we will be safe chimed in the captain hold it get me off would surely be your response Laws are objective, universal, consistent, and verifiable principles. They provide a sense of guarantee, security, and peace. These feelings allow you to travel by air. The plane is built around laws. The invariable aspect of the law is the source of their verifiability and the prognostications prophecies that can be made from them. These are the underlying principles that divine laws share with the laws of physical nature with the difference that the latter is conditional while the divine laws of metaphysical nature are unconditional. Peace is man's true emotional state, period. We are one with all, period. As long as a person is free of sin, that is manifesting the 11 laws in all areas of life, her words will manifest miraculous success, period. The word of God versus the words of man. As law, the word of God, the metu is the source or the order, consistency, hence predictability that is the source of inner and outer peace and prosperity. It fills the mind with thoughts of certainty and freedom from doubt. We build airplanes on the laws of aerodynamics and get off the ground for thousands of miles. We sleep, eat, and party in the sky. We express the certainty with the words, I know, which is backed by proof. The absence of law, with its attendant lack of proof, fills the mind with uncertainty that is expressed by such words as, quote, I believe, wish, hope, have faith, God willing, if it is the will of God, and so on, end quote. Quote, I know is an expression of the word of God. Can you imagine God saying, I hope and wish that there will be light? Quote, I have faith that my words will create that which I have declared. Wishing and hoping are the words of man that negate the prayers to God for help. Union with God is a process of light coming together. Likes coming together. From the perspective of the power of words to command the life force, the use of words of uncertainty, that is, doubt, is the use of feeble and impotent commanders of the life force. Do you know now the source of the so called lack of will power? The 11 laws are aspects of one law. In the chapter on Amen, it was said that peace in the midst of adversities is the natural emotion of man because the opposite responses, fear, anger, etc. are detrimental to health, intelligence, performance, and the survivability quotient. They cannot therefore be the natural responses as nothing that is harmful can be considered natural. Yet the naturalness of peace is derived from the fact that all men are essentially one with each other and with God. We can thus yield to the call to enter peace through the realization of oneness with God and all men. Manifesting our will in the lawful manner, i.e. based on divine law, makes our will one with the will of God. Peace is derived then from the fact that the success that must follow— I will leave it up to you as a fruitful exercise to deduct for yourself how the other laws contribute to peace and to each other. The metutu combinations of the preceding chapters will guide you in the assignment. It is the interrelated arrangement that enables the initiate to use a law that has been prescribed by the metunetor oracle. For a situation in the life as a doorway to the realization of the other laws. The mind, the centerpiece of spiritual work. The failure to realize that the mind is the centerpiece of the work of religion and spirituality accounts for the failure of religions the psychologic, and psychological systems. Religious and spiritual systems fail because of their failure to create adequate categories that are needed to create a clear set of terms through which to express their te- teachings. In reality, the mind, according to the Kemetic spiritual teachings, is one of the seven divisions of the spirit. When the teachings were received by the, re- by the religions of the West and various categories were amalgamated into two spirit and mind that were seen as two wholly separate entities Babel was the result the mind, shahu division of the spirit is directly in charge of providing the words and images that command and guide the life force which is in charge of the manifestations in our life and in the world as stated earlier the mind at birth is devoid of laws and information that is why we send it to school if we grow up in a spirituality ignorant in a spiritually ignorant society then our mind becomes full of ideas that are not built on the laws go- governing life this is the basis of beliefs and opinions the essence of spiritual work is the replacement of the unlawful Ideas that are the premises of our reasoning and truth with divine laws. Truth with, with truth or divine laws. Reasoning is just a mental process. A conclusion logically arrived at is just not a judgment that is presented by the mind itself. It carries the weight of conviction, which is the basis of faith. Faith is trust placed in a conviction or logical conclusion. This is the state that words must attain in order to move the life force. According to its nature, a logical conclusion will become the basis of our emotions or beliefs or actions, and may mobilize our psychic power into action if the premise that was that was the basis of the logical process was unlawful. We will experience problems in life Even if and because we have successfully realized our goal, living by faith is therefore not contrary to the reason. If faith leads to errors in life, it is because the person's faith was placed on a logical conclusion derived from an untrue or unlawful premise. Divine law. Ma'at is the foundation of creation, says the Kemetic teachings. Law preceded the first creative act and the first manifestation was the foundation of the law. Indivisible dualism. Accordingly, law is not something that is prescribed or commanded. It is the foundation of all manifestation. The laws that govern creation are stored in the divine spirit and the work of spirituality. Then is the sub Objection of the mind to the divine spirit in order for it to command the life force in harmony with God with with law. Nothing can survive or exist harmoniously on the physical plane Jeb if it is based on the laws that govern the physical realm, which are a reflection of spiritual laws. Many people believe that they are engaged in spirituality because they meditate, read spiritual literature, practice yoga, observe religious prescriptions, pray. The divine spirit is the embodiment of divine law and the divine plan. Spiritual work is essentially the cultivation of the divine law into the mind. The mind and the life force are opposite poles of the same agent a mind that is full of unlawful thoughts will cause the life force to manifest unlawful effects in the world and vice versa. The will, which is the active aspect of the self, not a faculty or property, but the self itself, is the initiator of all that happens in a person's life. Since it is devoid of energy, there can be no such thing as will power. The will, the self, fails in its intentions because of the words and images that predominate in the mind. Searching for willpower is putting you in a trick bag. Searching for the strength to carry on is barking up the wrong tree, fishing in the desert. The power and the strength are nowhere to be found. What is in front of you and always readily at hand is your ability to cultivate the laws of God in your mind. You fail to understand that you are the prime mover of the main and only cause of what happens in your life because even though you pray, meditate, practice yoga, and so on, you have accepted the, false, the fallacy that circumstances must be met with circumstances. You rely on physical resources, circumstant- circumstantials to achieve physical ends. The cause is above circumstances. It is you in your words. Just make sure that the latter are the word of God, the metu netur. Achieving your goals through your mind over circumstances is just the modern way of stating that you are working miracles. The process follows the laws of nature. Please keep in mind that the word nature is the Latinizing natura of the Kemetic word neturu. The word initially represented the metaphysical shaping forces of order and effects in the world, but was later on hijacked to denote the order of the physical world. There are hundreds of such misapplied borrowings in the Western languages. Pantanjai, the great Hindu scholar, states in the Yoga Sutras that words for which there are no objective realities are major sources of delusion. Unfortunately, the vast majority of such words are to be found in the sciences, religions, and philosophies. The Procedure of Work in Miracles, W-H-W-H, we are ready to work on achieving miracles. Well, I'll end the reading here on page 329, chapter 26.